So in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast, we're going to be talking about Buxton Brewery. Oh, what, right. uh, we're going to be talking about the oldest brewery in the world. And we have some uh, some sad news about Simo and his new travel and exciting plans. Sorry, that sounded like a, a three-year-old is explaining what Simo's doing. <laughs> new travel and exciting plans. <laughs> hey Simo, what are you doing this weekend? New travel and exciting plans. Which, I'm actually finding it pretty difficult to talk about what's happening with Simo right now, so I, I don't want you to like, rub this in my face too much, if I'm honest. Yeah, travel, travel's annoyingly Guys. taking it very well. <laughs> so, as we might have alluded to before, Simo is on his way to the other side of the world, to a land down under, to Australia. He's moving there with a very beautiful girlfriend. You know, going to be living in... Where are you going to be? Tell us a bit more about uh, what so you're doing, Simo. I am leaving the Blessed Isle of Britain and for... Uh, to move to Brisbane, Australia, uh, with my other half. Uh, we've been, uh, Jack's lived here for like f- nearly four years now. So it's kind of my turn. Uh, and, uh, I think I'm really looking forward to it. It's, uh, in a state of a country where lockdown isn't really a thing, except however, when I get there, I've got to really look forward to a fantastic environment of two weeks in a hotel room. Um, which of course I have to pay for on top, but you know, we're not going to get into that. Um, but it, I'm really looking you know, forward the- to it and I'm hoping that I survive because I realise that I'm probably going to annoy the hell out of her. Well, that was it. That was, that was, I was going to say the person I feel more sorry for is Jack, that she, she's stuck in a hotel room for two weeks with you. Well, especially because I'll probably end up doing some podcast stuff with you. So she'll have to endure that in the same space. So, listeners, you might might listen out for future episodes where Jack might be a special guest, whether she wants it to or not, because Simo's <laughs> recording it in the episode. Yeah, so you'll be like, Jack, I'm doing a podcast! God! <laughs> well, we wish you the best of luck. Obviously, it's a, a huge ch- step change for you, and obviously we've all known each other since we've been ch- children. So, you know, the fact that you, this is the first time I think you've ever lived outside of the UK... Uh, you know, is huge, huge, huge sets for you. Um, but you are going to love it. You know, you're obviously moving there for some fantastic reasons, a new new life stage for yourself. Um, we couldn't be happier for you. Um, obviously, you are not going to be a stranger to the podcast. You are a founding member of this and you're going to be a part of this for going forward. Um, you know, whether, you know, we'll obviously we'll work out the details of how it's all going to sort out. But, you know, listeners, don't worry. You're not losing your favourite Simo. Uh, he's definitely you're going to hear his dulcet tones uh, through the podcast. To have all the simos you know, <laughs> this one's not going to be gone. Yeah. Well, I don't know about everyone else, but I know about five simos. So you know, all of you, all of your family are simos. So you know, you are one of five, and you know, yeah, well, you're my best simo. Yeah, well, so there you go. We'll probably just get your dad on. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, I think Jane would be a lot of fun. She'd be fair a great. point. Yeah. Some of these gluten-free beers, I think oh, she'd, she'd be all over. Love it. And she was really upset when she became a celiac because she loved a beer, <laughs> and she could she could beat my dad at a pint race. I love the fact I, I I love the fact that all the listeners are going to have an image of your mum just wandering around the house with two pints, going, "Who's up for a race? Come on!" Got a really deep voice all of a sudden. <laughs> My mum is a delightful lady. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to going to Australia. I'm obviously going to make sure that I'm part of the podcast as much as I can be. I'm definitely not going anywhere. I know that it would fall apart and everything would disintegrate without me. So to be honest, I have to be part of it because I know travel would be lost. 
and then like a phoenix from the ashes, it would rise again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say to that. Well, I mean, talking about phoenixes, talking about mythology, maybe, Rich, you can talk about, uh, you know, what you've got in the hot topic right now. Oh, okay, yeah. Sweet transition, Jake. Um, (laughs) It's not a sweet transition (laughs) if you say it. It is. It's what, it's, what, it's what the listeners want to oh, hear. Okay. <laughs> but, um, they like the rawness of this podcast. We give it to the, what the people <laughs> it's want. It's what the people want! But being an incredibly middle-class gentleman, um, as you boys know I am, um, I was perusing the independent webpage, not the, not the newspaper, because no one reads newspapers anymore. Um, but I was perusing the independent newspaper um, and, uh, online, and an article popped up um, that was the oldest brewery in the world has been discovered. Okay. Hang on. Discovered. Discovered. That's an interesting word. So this isn't a, a fully operational beer that brewery that's always been around. This is something that's been around and then hasn't has ceased to exist and then now has been found yes. again. Yes, so it's been rediscovered by some archaeologists. Mm. Um, can you boys guess what... We'll go for where and what era. Simo? Okay, I'm going to go for... Uh, William the Conqueror times. So we'll go with um, 10th century. No. What are you talking about, William the Conqueror? That's 1066. (laughs) Like, that's what you're thinking of. They've had beer a lot. We even talked about it on the podcast. Okay, Joe, now you have a guess? I think we're talking like Romans. I think Italy. I know they were... I, I think of Italy, I think of Romans, I think of wine... But I feel like fermentation, as we know, has been around for a very, very long time. I feel like the Romans may have been one of the first brewers. No, well, I'm sorry to say you were both wrong. It was discovered in ancient Egypt. Um, so they found some ruins and some relics that it looked like they, there, there was a place that lots, of, that lots of beer or ale was made at one point on like a, on like a larger scale than it's been seen in other places, um, and supposedly it was used for religious and for ceremonies to do with the kings and the queens through pastime. So they would they would celebrate with alcohol. So it was seen as much more of a luxury than it is nowadays. Cool. So beer was seen as a luxury item, not something you can get like a beer was seen as more of a luxury item rather than the commodity that we see it as today. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And so, yeah, it's all been dug up and they're slowly finding more and more bits and that. But that was found in February of this year. So it's very, very recent. It's a very recent archaeological discovery. Well, we like to keep everyone up to date with our archaeological finds as we get them. So, you know, we'll, we'll hold on place for more information about this brewery. And what they're, what they're brewing next. <laughs> yeah, we'll try and get some of their beer to try on the podcast. <laughs> Right. If we if we call if we call the Pharaoh Scroll or something like that. <laughs> Imhotep's IPA. <laughs> oh no, they should definitely name it after the the mummy films as well. Mummy Mummy Stout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They could do an Imperial Stout called Mummy Stout's Revenge. <laughs> We could we could have, we we could have a Brendan Fraser's lager, which was the yes, main actor. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. No, come on, it's got to be some sort of like uh, American beer. It's got to be like an American, uh, like a, a Brendan Fraser Naper. Yeah, there you yeah, go, yeah. Naper. Yeah. I would I would be there all over that. Yeah, <laughs> I know you like the your Naper. Has to just have his face on it. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. I'll pitch it to him. You might want to check that he's going to do it. But yeah, I feel you like check, this ancient... You know, mo- ancient... Check with him. <laughs> this is gonna I'll give him a call. Yeah. I'll give him a call after this. It's fine. We'll sort it out. <laughs> hey, Brendan. Yeah, oh, you want to be part of a mummy beer? <laughs> oh, oi. Brendan. I've not, I've not seen him in anything recently. You could probably do with a job. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's gone the, the way of old Nicolas Cage and just doing anything hey, for hey, money hey, hey, to hey, get hey, cash? Hey, hey, don't be hating on Nicolas Cage. Oh, I'm not hating no. on Nicolas Cage. It's just the fact that he's done a lot of terrible movies himself. One minute. Not terrible, questionable. Because they're all fantastic <laughs> because they have Nicolas Cage in them. He's the world's worst best actor. Boom. Yeah, I agree with <laughs> yeah, that. I agree with that. He's a national treasure. An international treasure. Oh, oh that was good. <laughs> right, let's go. This week, we're going to be talking about Buxton Brewery. So, I know Buxton for its water. Correct. Now they make beer. The same company? Discuss. So... <laughs> 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 So Buxton, I know Buxton for uh, the location. Uh, it's very well known for its water. There's a very famous brand called the Buxton Water Company, uh, I think. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's very clear, like, bottled water. So you think about your Evians, you think about your Danones, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of, like, level of, like, kind of bottled water. And it comes from the Buxton area of Derbyshire. In England. Do you, guys, do you guys want to know a quick fact about the actual Buxton water in the area? Go for it. Because, um, so the Romans first settled in Buxton because of the water quality. They were like, damn, this water is so good. We're going to start up. We're going to live here. That sounds exactly like a Roman as well, I must say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then that's how they talked. They talked <laughs> yeah. a lot of the... Before, before we move on, other than... Um, other than that it's been Romans loving their water, Buxton was was apparently a hip place to be in the 1960s and 70s because the Beatles famously played at the Pavilion Gardens as well as Rod Stewart, Fleetwood Mac and Mungo Jerry. Well, I'll tell you what, that's actually a pretty oh, good Well, that's some good facts. Some good facts there. I am having, at this moment in time, the Buxton Brewery's Mercia Oatmeal Hop Burst. It says it's a session IPA. And in fact, additions of only aroma hops in the whirlpool and dry hopping in the fermenters. So I would say 4%, very solid session IPA. Nothing to uh, scream home about, but a very solid beverage. Um, I find it interesting that they're really highlighting that it's called, it's an oatmeal hop burst. Like they're really focusing on the oatmeal. And the style that the can is, is quite an artistic can with hot air balloons that are, instead of the basket, is actually hops. Well, that's nice. That's a nice touch. Yeah, that's cool. So my beer from the Buxton Brewery is the Impatience, which is a Gavik Oat IPA. So Gavik is actually a yeast strain. So they've named beer after a yeast strain, which is really fascinating. And this yeast strain became really popular in the home brewing market, uh, very readily available. And they've paired this with some American hops to create this oat, uh, you know, beer. They recall it as a ridiculously high fermentation temperature in order to make this beer. It comes out the other end, you know, because of the kind of the yeast and because of the different type of hops that you have to use with it. 
It's so full of flavor. This thing is like mouth like wateringly flavorful. Now I am getting the, the fruity and dry hop that you expect from an IPA, um, but it doesn't have that overly like citrus or drying your mouth out kind of like setting. It's actually gonna have a really palatable, um, you know, kick of an IPA. It keeps giving. And I think that's really fascinating. The fact that they've taken something that has been so popular from home brewing kits, you know, this, this, uh, the Kavik, uh, you know, yeast strain, and then they've managed to make it more mainstream and they've managed to build on that. It's, I think it's just fascinating. They've obviously looked and listened to what people are doing and then they built on it in their own way. So I've chosen to go for Buxton Breweries, Indian Pale Ale. Um, which is like I'm I'm a big fan of an Indian pale ale. I think they're they're one of my favourite beers out there, sort of thing. But I think the interesting thing about this is I think it's the strongest Indian pale ale I've ever tried, um, and it's coming in at six point eight percent, which is which which is strong in in, in the beer world. That's a, that's that's a strong beer sort of thing. But when you drink a strong beer, you ex you, you expect a quite heavy dense flavour was was I think would be the way to put it but it's not what I get from this I do get a very nice Indian pale ale light refreshing sort of thing which which genuinely surprised me I thought I thought I was going to be in for something a bit heavier a bit more drinking a little bit more slower maybe taking my time with but this one I'm just absolutely sipping it and it's going fantastically the designs they have on the cans are absolutely fantastic so another I've also got another beer of theirs which is part of the lupus x collection and this is actually a program of beers which uh, they've called an experimental single hop program and they've got about five beers that only use a single hop per beer which i found really interesting and i've got the belma hop and it's all about basically when you drink this they want you to celebrate the hop you're using but it's, a, it's actually a flavor that it smells terrible <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the freshness of the beer, isn't it, right? That's what we found out, that fresh, the beers need to be fresh, especially these kind of, like, craft beers. Yeah, so it smells really bad, but it tastes really intriguing and really interesting, and I'm not sure if I could have too many of these myself. I actually feel like they've done this because it makes you want to try all of them. Well, that's nice. They've kind of linked a limited range together so that you want to go and try and collect them all almost. You know, you want to have a load of different, try the different ones. Um, but I think going back... Pokemon! Gotta catch them all! <laughs> knew by saying those words that that would envisage that response from you. <laughs> I just knew it. And that's why you I tried brought, to You brought this upon quickly. yourself. The background about Buxton Brewery, as Rich alluded to before, it comes from a Roman eras. And so they say that the Romans, impressed with the quality of the water in the area, named the town that came to, to, to be known as Buxton, Aquae Armentei, or the waters of the goddess of the spring. So it's been situated in, you know, this, this kind of like, almost, I mean, for us, the Romans is mythology. It's, although it's real, a very real history, it's almost mythology at this point. The fact that Buxton is, is sat on these spring, these very well-known spring waters, and that's part of the beer, I think has only kind of enabled their success because they are creating very tasty beers, as we've all attested to. We're all trying very different beers right now, but all, each one of them, we'd write home about. You know, and I think they, you know, the fact that they started out only in 2009, 
you know, so that's only, you know, 12 years that they've been going and they've already got some, uh, you know, big names for themselves in the beer categories and the beer awards. Um, you know, I think it's testament to the fact that we're going to probably see a lot more of this Buxton Brewery, especially in the UK, but I hope it does export because this is a very tasty set of beers. I love that. I love they're trying different things. They've got different kind of beers and they're trying to do different stuff with it. A lot, some other companies will make beers that are like, everyone was like, oh, I can have that. Oh, I can have that like regular. This is just like, this is an intriguing company. And they and their artwork is really clever. So the designs, I think, across the board, as we're talking about, they're following a very similar similar train to uh, vocation that we've said. You know, they have the Buxton Brewery is basically the only consistent thing across it. So Buxton Brewery is their logo. That's their the word mark is their is their logo. So they don't need to have like shapes. They don't need to have other things. Like they just literally have the word Buxton Brewery stamped. And how they've crafted that, you can see how the leading on the 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 type the word Buxton and Brewery has been thought out. It's been crafted. You know, this is not something you could just type into a word document and get Buxton Brewery written out. I mean, I'd love to be proved wrong, and this might be like Helvetica or something. But this is not like a you know a normal font that we can get. <laughs> I I really really like it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a big fan of big bold letters. Um, it's uh, it it just works sort of thing and especially like so, so I did I did a bit of research on my can and Axe Edge I was correct was based on um, a ridge um, which which is based up near them sort of thing and they've they've got a selection of beers that all follow different ridges and different uh, like landscapes in the area and they've and they've mapped it pretty well like bang on I mean that's it's really interesting like looking at a couple of their beers online like the rest day it looks like contours of like a location. And that actually is really unique for, you can see it a lot more in the whiskey industry because they're talking about location, they're talking about provenance, but beers don't really do that in that way. The whole kind of landscape design, a lot of their designs based around the link to the, uh, to the Peak District. The, the drawing inspiration of what's around them, you know, and I think that's really interesting and just the, the fact that they are obviously, that makes a lot of sense for someone who's doing a lot of different beers. You know, they're like literally like sat in Buxton in the Derbyshire and going, what's around okay we need to, we've got a whole new product line coming out what do we need to draw about them but they're doing it a really interesting and visually appealing way so instagram these guys have got 42,000 followers and on twitter they have 35,000 followers so you know they've done enough to be you know mainstream in that sense and that people know about them and that they're around and you can tell because they've had a lot of labour of love going into these beers, both from the taste palette and how they look. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep that in. <laughs> Would you recommend it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think Buxton's definitely on the list. I would definitely say it's up there with some of the nicest stuff we've tried on this podcast so far sort of thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. I would definitely purchase and buy again maybe we should follow on from the romans and try more of these beers do as the romans do conquer there you go <laughs> and that's all we have time for this week's episode of the i'll try that podcast and so for me joe rich and simo goodbye and don't forget to follow us on instagram twitter and watch us on youtube goodbye now always drink responsibly and if you or anyone else needs some help Go to drinkaware.co.uk for more information.